Good evening, Merva Rabbi Let us uh, go back to the beginning of the Hachamishi, which we started last night. We didn't get through the whole piece. So let's start it again, Vahachamishi. This is Perek Vov of Sharaknia, the fifth item on the list of the different behavior patterns and the new outlook that the Chavis tells the Baal Hakniya, the one who has humility, how he now has to behave and act. So here is he's going to contrast in the fifth one and the sixth one how the humble person has to behave regarding things in this world. And then the Ashishi is going to be pertaining to things of spiritual matters, pertaining to the next world. Vachamishi, the fifth is Hakaniya Binyana Yalomikula. Things of matters in this world. For example, as he'll say, but Anirimehem, those that are seen, those that he does in public, Vahanister, or those that he does in private. So you can have a contradiction in a person. Uh, when he's in, when he's with people, other people, then he behaves very, very still, very quiet. But inside, he really thinks the world of himself. He really thinks he's a great person, and sometimes it's so much so that he thinks he's so great that he feels he's able to act with such humility in front of people. He says, "I know I'm so great. I don't need the recognition from other people." Sometimes a person thinks he's so great. He says, "Oh, that person's going to give me recognition." Could you imagine, like? Uh, you know, you give a nice Tvar Torah. And then a five-year-old comes and says, Oh, that was a very nice Tvar Torah. You know, you don't, you don't take that as such a compliment. Like, how much did he understand the Tvar Torah? How does, how does he know how to value this, the, the Tvar Torah? So, a person sometimes thinks he's so great that he doesn't even value the praise or respect that he would get from other people. That's just a sign of someone who is so full of himself, so full of pride, that... That in itself is a is a contradiction to humility, but he this person has to act both in public and in private with humility. with his speech, with his actions, the way he moves, the way he rests. Everything should be done in an understated way, and certainly this goes also. As my Rebbe used to say, this goes as well in terms of even uh, how a person lives. The, uh, the look of his house, the, the clothing that he wears. It, as they say with, when we're talking about Sneas, it should be attractive, but not attracting. As it should be fine clothing. Certainly it should be that way. The Gemara tells us about a Talmud Chacham. Tamachachim who finds there's a stain on his clothing, he's chayiv misa. Tamachachim has to be, wear proper clothing, but to wear haughty clothing, to wear clothing that uh, would give a uh, give a person uh, attention and attract attention to to him, that's wrong. So that could be with uh, with an extravagant house or the the fanciest car on the block. All of these types of things, which people turn their head, Ooh, look at this guy. That is, 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 uh, it would be the opposite of a person who's trying to live a life of humility. As we explained last night, it has to be equal. The inside and the outside has to be the same. It has to be his thought process, and the way he expresses and behaves has to be the same. 
can't be a contradiction between what he's thinking in his mind and the way he's seen to other people. Again, all different terms of keeping in a uh, a in, a in a similarity in terms of what he feels inside and the way he expresses it outward. So he has to go, number one, when he's in the privacy of his home, when he's just walking himself, he's driving himself, and he's only with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what are his thoughts? What is he thinking about? Huh, I just made that great deal. I just built this great edifice. I just was able to uh, convince somebody of something. Anything that he'll take the credit for himself and think, oh, I'm so proud of myself that I accomplished this. And it's a, it's a, it's a wrong thought. And it's a hard balance when we try to, in, to impart this to children. On the one hand, we want to encourage them that there's great things that they can accomplish. Because if HaKadosh Baruch Hu invested Kaychis into a person, he has to know that he's able to reach great heights. And that's going to be in the next section in Ashishi. But at the same time, it's not that he's doing it. So on the one, one hand, you want a person who was, uh, was blessed with a lot of money. So we want to encourage him that he should understand that Kodesh Bohu gave him this money to be able to give and help other people. But at the same time, he has to feel himself like, uh, I feel, you know, I'm the one who's helping them out. I'm the one who, without me, they can't do it. That's a contradiction of terms. We understand that it comes from Kodesh Bohu, yet he deserves credit. But but it has to be also that he behaves this way when he's amongst people. And he's going to touch on this now. And here's an interesting point. Which really means that it depends. There are certain people that we have to give greater respect to. We have to feel lower in the presence of certain people than we do in other people. There is a hierarchy when it comes to people. When is Lelechimiz Borach? That's everybody is considered low. But depends on, in terms of their standing. You have, let's say, a Rav, or you have a Rosh Hashiva, or you have a Godlador, or a Kafi Mehem, Or sometimes it's incumbent upon a person to behave with a, an, a degree of humility towards somebody else. If it's someone that he benefited from, whether he benefited from B'tayrasai, because he taught him Torah, he guided him in the way of Halacha, he's a Rebbe to him, so that demands a certain amount of extra and added respect towards that person, an extra dose of humility towards that person, different than you would with a family member or a colleague, or Ulay Lambay, someone who did a favor for him, so you see, the Torah demands that if I benefited from somebody else, somebody else helped me out, and there's an added degree of humility that I have to have towards that person. It's an interesting Kiddush, because even though you could say, well, he didn't really do anything. HaKadosh Bochu was the one that orchestrated everything. It's true, and I think the reason maybe this is, as he's going to quote Psokim, is because we have to understand that it's not us. It is HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrating everything. But in order for us to understand that good and well, we have to realize it wasn't us, and it was done through other means. And if that means, therefore, I have to 
be more humble to other people because I benefited from them, either in a ruchnius way because they're a, a rebbe or a mentor, or they helped him out, they got him a job, or they, they employ him. So there's an added element of humility that a person has towards that person who's superior to him. Where does this come from? The Pasuk says, Toiv ish chayninu malve. And yechalkel dvorov bamishpot. Toiv ish yechalkel dvorov. That in the, the uh, literal translation here, That toivish, that the person is good when he's when he's generous and he gives to other people, and yechalkol dvarav bamishpat, and he conducts conducts all his affairs with an element of of judgment. Okay, on that v'omro beresen zuchayin levracha, the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Avos v'hevi shval ruach b'fnei kol adam, a person should be of humble spirit. In front of everybody. To all people. But at the same time it says, have a one should be lower. Kal means he should make himself less. For someone who is higher, someone who is superior. And deal pleasantly and with ease to someone who is young. So this is where the, the Chavis of Ovis gets this point. There's two, mish, two Mishnayas here in Mishnayas of Ovis. One is, you have to be a shval ruach to everybody. Sounds like all people are equal. Be a shval ruach, be someone who is low of spirit to all people. But then it says, have a That seems to be an added degree of humility. Why? Because he's a rush. You have to have an added degree of humility to someone who's even higher than, than thou. Someone who's higher in his position. But yet, v'noyach latashcheres. So it's interesting, one of the, uh, the, the Pirkei Shalom, he explains on this Mishnah, here in Peregimel, of Avais, this Mishnah says, Have a tashchiris. So he quotes the Rambam, the Rambam says, that when you're in the presence of a great person, you have to make yourself even lower than when you're with colleagues, or with people on your level. And the reason that is, because the more humble you are, the more low you behave in his presence, the more you're able to gain from that person. And you realize that there's so much to gain from this person, there's such a privilege to be in his presence that you could be able to learn from him, emulate him. At the same time, when someone is in in company with people who are lower than him, younger than him, of less of a stature, which he feels there's not so much that he can learn from him, but the, the opposite could be true. Sometimes when it, with a youthful person, you can uh, learn to be just very playful or frivolous. So over there, the, 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 the uh, behavior towards that person should be, you should indeed be pleasant to the young, but when you interact with them, don't descend to, the le- to their level. Because that's the dichotomy over here. You think, well, I have to be so maybe I should be like a low spirit to anybody that I interact with. No. And this, at the same time, you have to be lower in terms of someone who is superior, someone who you can gain from, someone you can learn from, who indeed is someone great. But at the same time, 
one has to be uh, stay an even keeled and not descend to the level of someone who's lower than him, and then not say, "Well, I'm supposed to be humble, so I'm going to be humble to everybody," and then you start behaving in a way that's even beneath what the what the person is supposed to behave like. Now, in this idea, just to end, we have a beautiful idea about what the concept of of humility really is. We find it in this week's parsha. Rashi points out in this week's parsha, Vaira, Perikvov, Posik, Chavov. Torah says, Who Moshe Aaron? And the other Posik says, Who Aaron and Moshe? So Rashi says, Sometimes we put Moshe's name first, sometimes we put Aaron's name first. What's the Pshat? Says Rashi, the Torah did that on purpose. Sometimes we put Moshe first, sometimes we put Aaron first. Why? To tell them, Alamid Sheshkulin Hain. To show us that they are equal. The question is asked, they're equal. We know that there was no greater Jew that ever lived like Moshe Rabbein. He was the greatest Jew. The Rambam tells us in Perakei of Hilchas Tshuva. Say, if every Yid could be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, that itself is a question. How can every Yid be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu? No one's going to be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu. And if that's the case, how can we say even that Aaron is as good as Moshe Rabbeinu? So Ramesha Feinstein has this question. Ramesha explains that the Pshat is that Moshe did his utmost, and Aaron did his utmost. Even though for Moshe, his utmost was higher than Aaron. But since they each did the most that they were able to do, the maximum in terms of the Kachas that HaKash we gave them, therefore they considered equal. Says Ramesha further, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was such an anav. Because Moshe Rabbeinu understood that he was blessed with extraordinary Kachas. He understood he had the Ruach HaKadosh at a young age. When he was born already, there was a light that shined out from him. He went out to his brothers and he saw Baruch HaKadosh that this person, no one good is going to come out of him. We told me he understood he was blessed with extraordinary powers. And therefore he was always worried if Hashem imbued me with such strength, such greatness, how do I know that I've reached my my maximum. How do I know I reach it? Maybe I have to go higher. And therefore he was always an honor because he felt he has to go higher and higher. But the Torah testifies about him that he used all of his kachas to the maximum. And since he used it to the maximum and Ari used it to the maximum, they're both considered equally as great. Says Ramesha, this is the Pshad in the, in the Gemara. It's a Gemara in Bava Basra, Daf Yud. It's also Gemara in Psachim. Daf Nun. Those that are learning Daf Yemi just had this Gemara. The Gemara says that uh, that the son of Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yosef, the son of Rabbi Yeshua, once fell, took ill, and he went into a comatose state. And when he came to, he told his father that he had been in the next world. And his father said, what did you see? He says, Oilam Hafuch Raisi. Famous Gemara, Oilam Hafuch Raisi. I, I saw an inverted world. Why? He says, I saw the great ones were above, and the great ones were below, and the lower ones were, were above. So Rabbi Yeshua told him, ah, you saw the correct world. It wasn't Olam Hafarisi. This is the real Olam. So the question that Ramesha asked, in the same idea, Ramesha says, well, of course in that world, that's the real world. There's no fooling anybody. <laughs> Over there, that's the real world. The great people are the, are the real great people. 
are uh, put at the Mizrach, they're put up, up high. So Ramesh explained like this, when he went to the next world, this, this Yosef, the son of Yeshua, he saw indeed that Tamid Chachamim were on top. But even within the category of Tamid Chachamim, of the great people and his people who he saw in this world, who accomplished great things, in Torah, Avoid and Igmilas Chasodim, I saw these people, great Balei Tzedakah, but I saw unbelievable. The person who I thought gave so much Tzedakah, he was at this pla- uh, platform, he was at this stage, and someone who I didn't think gave so much Tzedakah, he was much higher. So in other words, they were all within the category of greatness. It wasn't like the Rishon were above. The Tzadikim were above, but within the Tzadikim, this, the, the son of Rabbi Yeshua says, I, I couldn't believe that I thought people who were really great were lower than people who were not as great. So Moshe says the reason what that is, is because of the person who, was, who fulfilled his maximum amount, even though it was not as much quantitatively as somebody else, indeed in that world will be higher. Doesn't matter how much you accomplish, it matters if you accomplish your maximum amount. And that's what an Anav is. An Anav says, I don't know if I was able to accomplish my maximum amount. And even whatever I accomplished, it wasn't from me. It was only what Akash allowed me to do, gave me the Kaychas to do. That's true Anavis, says Ramesha Feinstein. And therefore, a person who is a real Anav says, I don't know, I may have to go strive even higher and higher. We'll hold it here because it's getting late. And Mr. Hashem, tomorrow we'll see in Vashishi, who's going to touch upon this point a little bit more. Agutanachtabaisai.